dream expert to the stars, Lori Lowenberg, joined us today. And the dream that Marie, I believe was her name, shared with us was pretty sad, man. It was a wild one, but it was awesome to hear how Lori seemed to help her out. Yeah. And uh, that one really ended well. One of our wildest (laughs) HR files of all time. (laughs) This might be my favorite HR files we've ever done. It had absolutely nothing to do with HR. I also, I, I, we never crown a winner or anything, but I definitely won big bag of questions today uh, with the least sexiest name of all time. Oh. <laughs> Show <laughs> respect. I don't know, man. Uh, what Earl? Was your- Earl, no. is, Earl is pretty good. Adolf's worse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you'll hear it all right now in the podcast. Kelly and Wood. It has been a while. I'm great. Lori, we'll get how people can get a hold of you at the uh, end of this, but we got Marie sitting on hold right now who's having a terrifying dream, and she wants you to analyze it, okay? All right. All right. Hello, Marie. Are you there? Yes. All right, Marie, you are on right now with dream expert to the stars, Lori Lowenberg. Hello. Good morning. What's your dream? Okay, so I have very, very vivid dreams, and they're always very, like, dark. And so the other night, this dream woke me up, and I was, like, crying. Um, I have two dogs, and my dogs were outside in the snow, like, chained up going to the bathroom. And then a wolf, like, we were at a cabin, and a wolf came, and, like, attacked my dogs viciously and like tore them apart and like they were crying on the outside like looking at me for me to try to get in but I couldn't get them in because the wolves were out there and I had my kids inside so I just had to like watch them get like attacked and they were just like crying looking at me the whole time oh okay that seems just awful (laughs) so sorry I know it's sad I woke up and I was like falling (laughs) I have really bad dreams all the time so this is normal okay so well first of all Bad dreams and nightmares are usually connected to your most difficult issues in real life. That's why they're so difficult to experience because they're connected to something in real life that's difficult for you. So that being said, let's figure out this one. Now, your dogs aren't necessarily playing themselves, but rather are symbolic of something else in your life. Mm -hmm. Usually dogs, whether it's our, our actual dog we have or some random dream dog, they usually represent some sort of relationship in our life where there should be loyalty and friendship. Now, do you have a relationship that feels under attack right now? Not me personally, no. I guess I don't think so, no. Okay, not you personally. Is there someone close to you? You were watching the dogs. So this could be a relationship that you're not a part of, but that you are watching being destroyed in real life. Oh, actually, you know what? I lied. Yes, there is some. There is a very close relationship that's not under attack, but there's just adjustments that are going through right now that are difficult. Ah, okay. So, first of all, all the clues in the dream are going to give us more information. Your dogs are out in the snow. That's a good indication yes. that someone in this relationship is being cold emotionally. Yes. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Um, also, the dogs were chained, right? Yes. Okay, so someone in this relationship is feeling stuck. Okay. Okay, and then the wolves that are attacking the dogs represent something fierce, something dangerous in the relationship that is threatening to tear it apart. It could be a behavior. Okay. Yep. Is this making sense? Can you give us any more detail? We'd love juicy details. Like, do you want detail about what it is? Yeah. Like, what, like <laughs> the, So it's... Unfortunately, it's my my son and I are just, we've had a lot of adjustments this year and his behavior towards me has not been like, it's, and it, it, he comes from a split family, 
And so there's just been stuff that's been happening that's, like, um, with him that's kind of been, like, pulling us apart. Uh, and you feel like you can do nothing, yeah. just like in the dream. You couldn't do anything. Yes. Yeah. Oh, one second. Sorry. Yes, that is actually what it is. Sorry, I'm, like, getting emotional <laughs> thinking about it. I'm, like, this well, actually, like, this nail on the head. So the, the message may be this could be one of those situations where you, you just have to let go and let him sort this out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It just, yeah, that's kind of, kind of how it's been going and what I've been kind of mentally thinking that I need to do. So that makes sense. Okay. All right. Yeah. So your dream is showing you can't do anything. <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah. Let makes, go and let complete go. Sense. Yep, exactly. Wow. That's amazing. So. <laughs> I, I, every time we do this, uh, Marie and, and Lori, I'm just, I am shocked by the power of our brain. I just am every single time. Yeah. Like I'm getting the, the like inner mind over this. Yeah. The subconscious knows best, you know, deep down intuitively we know, and that's where our dreams come mm-hmm. from. And that's why it's important to pay attention to our dreams because they are giving us answers and guidance. Now, I guess my next question would be is, so as Marie kind of takes that next step, is there anything that, not to look for in dreams, but is there anything that maybe shows that something's going down the right path with this kind of sort of dream? Uh, If she continues to pay attention to her dreams, they will show her the direction things are going. So right now, things are not in a good direction with her and her son, and the dream is just saying, just let go. You can't do anything. He has to deal with whatever's going on. Well, Marie, mm-hmm. I hope that this uh, I hope that this helped a little bit. Uh, you know, kind of give you some yeah. clarity on this. Yeah, I'm just really trying today, guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, it did. This was crazy. I'm really glad that I did this. So, thank you so much. Absolutely. All right, Marie. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, bye. Wow, Lord, that was absolutely incredible. Well, if people want to get a dream analyzed, how do they get a hold of you? Okay, sure. Yeah. So my it's it's my free online instant dream decoding dictionary and it is what your dream means dot com. Dream is singular, what your dream means dot com. Like you said, you just type in the dream or just symbols from your dream, click the interpret button and poof, instant analysis. And you can also find me on social media. All my social media is Laurie the Dream Expert, L A U R I, Laurie the Dream Expert, and that's uh, YouTube. TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And, of course, you'd like to have your dream analyzed. You can text in the word dream right there. It'll kick you back that website right away. So you can get going right instantly. My wife used it and was really blown away by that. So it clearly works. (laughs) (laughs) It's Yeah, it, it actually, it scratches the surface. Nothing does a better dream analysis for you than actually talking to an expert like myself. Right. Because... I can ask you the right questions and together, hand in hand, we'll go through your dream and completely figure out every single piece of it. And you can do that at laurielowenberg.com. Just Google dream expert and I'll be the first one that pops up. And that's how you can set up a one-on-one phone call with me. Absolutely. Your SEO game is on point. <laughs> well, Lori, we always appreciate you have it, having you on. This is always just an amazing experience. And uh, we look forward to our next time chatting with you. Yeah, I always have fun with you guys. So thanks for having me on. Kelly and Woods. Nothing about work here, my friend. Well, this is what we have up today in the HR files as we are joined by our human resources guy, Brian Zenzen. 
Now, we have people who continuously send in questions for HR files, right? People oh. are starting to view you as just an expert at life, I think, Zen Zen. So you've clearly made a good impression through the mm. HR files. I don't know if I should be concerned or uh, humbled. Well, this text actually comes in from Fergus Falls. Hey. Shout out. Samantha okay. sent this into the Kellywood Instagram page. Uh, get there and follow. Easy way to reach the show. Now, get ready, Zen Zen. So here it is. I'm here. Let's do it. I'm reading it verbatim. My best friend and I are both interested in the same guy. How do we decide who gets to go after him? Because if we both go, it will lead to bad feelings no matter what. So you need to give us a tiebreaker, and we will both agree to it. <laughs> Come on, man. How did I get, uh, First question is, how did I get roped into this? Well, Second... If uh, I've never, I've never had this situation, nor I do I ever hope to have a, a a triangle dating situation. You and your friend have never had a crush on the same girl. I don't think so. Wow. Not. I, I mean, unless there's something I didn't know about. Becky Combsa, man, third grade. Me and Brian Childers both went hard. Who got her? Wow. Well, oh, too soon. Too Kelly, soon. I'm, I'm trying, trying to think. Still a fresh wound. My bad. The the question would be like what. Do you do they are they both talking about it? Like is she talking to her friend about it? Well, it seems like they're like both they, interested in and it. And they've got to come to a truce between them. I guess like in in my expert opinion, I would find what that person with the guy would be into and then just totally outdo the other friend. So you're not looking for any sort of agreement here with the friend, you're literally looking for blood. You will just go full domination. Well, Great. I don't know what the agreement would even come to be because I mean, ultimately, it's like, yeah, you get you go after him. No, yeah, I, I like, won't. As a friend, deal. This kind of goes back to yesterday where we had some, you know somebody like a code. Do right. you agree to like, hey, maybe is it who has had. Maybe the least love in their life. I guess you could, like, if the person, like, if your friend's, like, down and out, they haven't, you know, had any luck in a while, whatever that might be. But I guess, again, I have never had the situation, so I guess I haven't had to go through the, hey, this, yeah, yeah, you, between you and me, I think I can, no, I should. I would just, i just go for it, show, I guess. Let me ask you a question here. Brian Zenzen, your wife is much hotter than you. I've been told that by did many people. She, did she have any other gentleman callers when you oh boy, here we go. broached the subject of taking her out? Because obviously you had to fend off some of her former lovers at some point in time. Uh, I, mean, I, I have had, I mean, like, I've had people ask my wife out on a date while we've been out together. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, snap! What? Like, I mean, it's not like a common occurrence. Like, it's not people don't come up to us. But, like, if I had a dollar for every time somebody asked, like, for her number or wanted to, hey, we should go out on a date, whatever. I mean, I'd be, I wouldn't be a rich man, but I'd, I'd have some good pocket change. Um, how many times has she given it out? Uh, never. She actually had an old toothless. This was a while ago. She had an old toothless man offer to take her out to Red Lobster too. Oh. Should have taken it. Should have got it to go play. Free, a free yeah. meal is a free I, meal. Free, I know. <laughs> Bring you some of them cheesy biscuits as, home. As far as I know, she's never taken anybody up on the offer. But uh, you know, if uh, hey, if it's a free meal, like I said, it's a free meal. You know? I mean, you do have those long weekends away with the right with the National Guard, right? Yeah, all right. She's like, come home and there's some lobster bisque. <laughs> <laughs> you know that dude ain't buying anything. <laughs> so these guys are hitting on your wife, even with the wedding ring on. I, I, I feel mean, like I, the wedding ring though is chum in the water. Like that. really? Oh yeah. When it comes to sleazy people, not me. Like I, 
I would never hit on a married woman. I wouldn't either. But I, I would say there is probably a certain class of people out there that it doesn't matter. They always say women like to hit on men that are wearing wedding rings because it, it shows that some other woman put him through the screening process <sighs> and he's a good guy. And they, they, they like cut out all the BS. He's been got, vetted. Right. He's clearly marriage huh. material, so they're going to see if they can't wedge themselves in. Yes, Brian Riley. Do you ever hear the saying, just because there's a goalie doesn't mean you can't score? Right. That's, no. I, think yeah, that's their, that's, I think that's their motto. There. That's, that's a credo I live by, but right, still. Trashy. But. I will say I know plenty of married people that probably should have been vetted a little bit more. I'll just say that. <laughs> However, uh, yes, if we're putting myself on trial, yes, uh, my wife is much better looking than myself. I don't know. Maybe it's I, you know, nice car or whatever that she gets to drive around. That's kind of a common theme in this entire room, though. True, you know. Yeah, all yeah. of us are not lucky. wrong there. We're all have lucky to have found someone. No one's putted down in this room. That's <laughs> yeah. for sure. Uh, would you admit it? What if I was hotter than my wife? Yeah, I guess. I mean, that wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not sure that would be a badge of. I think what thinks he is. Well, I'm, I'm just a smoke show. I'm just married well. You're both hot, is yeah. what you're saying. I mean, again, <laughs> right, power right. couple. Yeah, and, we're and, both solid nines. And we all know. And we all know that. Yeah, yeah. How dare you? That's my wife, sir. <laughs> I was laughing at something from earlier. I'll take you outside. <laughs> I was laughing at Red Lobster. I'll take yeah. you outside right now, sir. It's my wife. It's my lady. <laughs> when these dudes hit on your wife, did you bow up, or did you just? Oh. I'm usually, I usually, I will say in my defense, I'm not a rounder. Okay. She tells me after the fact, okay. like, oh, yeah, it was funny. Just laughed it off. I'm trying to keep you off balance a little bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what? This is a fun HR files. Please don't think I'm a nine. Or my wife isn't. One of the two, you got questions to answer for, sir. And I will say, as a disclaimer, I am not bringing Tara along to the Kelly and Wood Christmas party for my own my own safety. Oh, you know some of our listeners. Be yeah, why not? I there, think we have a couple Red Lobster employees who are listening. Actually. My wife is, is uh, she, there's there's two people inside of her. There's regular Tara. Excuse me, sir? Uh, come on. <laughs> two personalities. Clean it up. Good Lord. My mom might be listening to this. How many people are inside of her? Personalities. Man, this is going to be, this is going to live on for the next year. Just like when you guys were talking about Elvis going at my mom. This is going to be the next thing. I still think that's something I'm not going to finish my story. That's I mean, it. Elvis I'm, knocked boots with your mom. That's awesome. It's going to be a soundbite for months to come. Oh, Zen Zen. I stepped in it. Yeah, you got to be careful. You got to choose your words carefully. I love We're not that kind of show, though. No. Never have been, never will be. I said people, and then I said personalities. All right. And they are? I'm done. (laughs) And there you have it. The HR files with our human resources guy, Brian Zen Zen. Hey, we'll see you next week. Uh, You know, I don't know if we will. We'll see. Kelly and Wood. We will have dream analyst to the stars, Lori Lohenberg, joining us at about 7.25 this morning. And we have someone who's having a terrifying dream and wants Lori to take a look at it. So we'll be doing that. And Lori knows what she's doing. And this is something you can kind of get yourself in a little bit of trouble. Because a man in India was having a dream about a snake. So instead of talking to Lori Lohenberg, he instead went to see a psychic. Now, the psychic told the man he needed to go to a temple, perform a special ritual so his snake dreams would stop. The man, okay, cool, I'm on it, went, grabbed a viper. The problem was the viper, 
then bit him in the face and tongue. Got to face your fears, Wood. Got to face your fears. I can't imagine how bad that could be because, well, guess what? He was rushed to a nearby medical center where doctors had to work feverishly to save his life. Vipers, I guess, are poisonous. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Aren't they like one of the most poisonous? I don't know on my snake rankings. I apologize. (laughs) Uh, The good news is the man spent seven days in the hospital, but was able to make a full recovery. Boy, yeah, I can't imagine. I thought, honestly, I thought if a viper bit you, it was curtains. Check out, take me from this veil of tears. Because I know there's a couple venomous snakes. My brother has to deal with uh, rattlesnakes down in Alabama. He's actually killed a couple. Really? He's very proud of it. I, uh, in my entire time in Texas, I had to kill one snake, and I apologized to it as I was mutilating it with my hedge clipper. Was it a poisonous snake? I don't know. Oh, I wasn't sticking. I wasn't sticking around to find out, but I was. I felt bad because I was trimming my holly bushes, and it fell out of there, and I was like, and I, I couldn't remember red on yellow kill a fellow. I, I couldn't remember what the rhyme was. Mm-hmm. So I, it was either me or him. So I took my hedge clipper, <laughs> just chopped him up. It took three times. I was making sure he was dead. Not just dead, damn dead. Because isn't the rule, like, the more colorful a snake, the deadlier it is? Could be. I think that may be it. There's a lot of rules out there when it comes to snakes, man. Because I think the deadliest snake in America is a copperhead. Probably. And someone could correct me if I'm wrong on that. I know you don't mess around with rattlesnakes. They're all bad. It wasn't a copperhead. I know that. Okay. But I don't know what it was, and I know that it went to snake heaven. And there was no rattle? No, there was. It wasn't a rattlesnake. I would have heard it then, but it was. It was a snake. It was probably. I don't know how long is that. Two and a half feet. <laughs> now, if you can see, it was about this long. You and your car. Not imagine. <laughs> Kelly and Woods small town salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Argyle, Minnesota, population 544. And just to let you know, Bulk Trash Day pickup is December 14th. Mayor Terry Sunby keeping those streets clean, and that's why Argyle, Minnesota is today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood's Big Bag O Questions. All right, give me a number here, Kelly Jordan. 58. Okay, go on down here. Uh, Cindy from Melrose. Oh, hey, very cool. Uh, I remember this. She was actually having a baby. Okay. And she was going to ask us, what are the most sexy and least sexy names there are? She wants to name her baby a sexy name. Well, I mean, you don't want to give uh, your right? baby an the unsexy hell? name. <laughs> well, I don't know. I do. You know. I don't want people to get like, ooh, that's a sexy name. Wow, when they get older. No, I know. A that's name a, can help. That's what I'm saying. I don't want I don't want my daughter to have a sexy name when she gets older. Oh, I can see that. You, dig, you picking up what I'm putting down? Well, I mean, just because she has a sexy name doesn't mean, you know, she's throwing it around like bird seed. Either way, I think she might actually be listening right now. Okay. So let's switch this up a smidge. Because Presley is a very nice name. I love my daughter's name. I love Presley. And she always talks about maybe wanting to change her name when she gets older. Oh. It breaks my heart. No. I'm always like, John Legend... Well, he was there when we named him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he but he, he picked it. He did. So either way, I, I can kick this off if you want. Because, yeah, Presley's a nice... I'd put, put it up there. I say the sexiest name, and I could be wrong on this, Anastasia. Oh, okay. It sounds exotic. That's borderline stripperish. Yeah. It, it's close. Yeah. It's, it's very close. Like, you could easily go from good girl to stripper with just a few accessories with mm-hmm. that name. <laughs> But Anastasia is mine. Because you know what's funny is my wife's named Andrea. And mm-hmm. I've always told her, 
Andrea. Yeah, that's Sounds a little mo- little more exotic. And I've been like, well, let's start calling you Andrea. I she doesn't like that, by the way. I, I think that my wife used to have the best, like one of the sexiest last names ever. Mm-hmm. Her last name was three words. It was De La Isla. Okay. I was told she should have kept that name. Don't, don't take my stupid generic last name. So what name. was her full name? Brianna Marie De La Isla. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, right? That's not bad. That's right good. Off the yeah. yeah. Well, so is Andrea, that's yours? That's your sexiest name? No, no. I had to go with something a little hotter than that. But uh, I, I think, like, I, I don't know why I would go with an A name, though. Alexandria. Mm. Like that the city? Nice. Yeah. I don't know why. I think that would be a, a, sexy, a, that's city. a sexy name. Alexandria, what did I say? Anastasia? Yeah. Do you have anything that's like, not an A, Brian? What about you, Brian Riley? Well, I, mine's not really a name, but anytime somebody uses a but puts a letter where it's not normal, like Jordan, instead okay. of A-N, like Y-N. See, I hate that. No, I like that. That upsets me. Honestly, Why? I think it's... You don't, you don't just get to change the English language. We do it all the time. <laughs> you know what's sexy? Having like one of those little like accent marks over a letter. Like an Enya? Or what do they call that? A, what do they call that little mark? I'm not, Enya? Apostrophe? I'm, I don't... I'm maybe an apostrophe. Like Motley, like Motley Crue with the two dots Something over Something like that. that. Umlauts? Isn't that called an umlaut? The two dots? I think you're right. Wow, how did you know that? That's amazing. I'm really smart. Well, now, then, what is the least sexy name there is? I Earl. don't think... Was it? Earl. For a girl? Oh, I thought it was just like okay, it, can be any, it can be... I don't say Earl is just like a name where you're like, Yikes. I would say Gertrude. I don't, does anybody name their kids Gertrude anymore? I bet you there's a. De- I bet you there's a good looking Gertrude. I'm you, sure there is. There's probably a good looking Earl out there somewhere. For Brian Riley. One. You guys are missing the easiest tap in putt name of all time. That's it. Adolf. <laughs> well, come on, come on. Okay, Joseph Stalin. There we go. I'm just saying it's not sexy, right? I don't think anyone's named their child Adolf since like the 40s because they're like, ooh, that name. Oh, that's got taken off. Kind of been ruined a little bit. But here. here's the thing. Go back. 25 years ago, I don't know if anyone thought Scarlett was a sexy name, and then Scarlett Johansson comes along, See, changes senor, it yeah, all. Yeah, she's, a, she's That's, all right. Everybody needs one person to change it all. Like, Matt Damon's carrying the banner for us as okay. Matt. I'm trying to think of any guy named Kelly. No. So t- there's some good-looking girls named Kelly. Yeah, there's Machine Gun Kelly. He's He looks like drugs. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's kind of taking a turn there. <laughs> that guy looks like when he sticks the drug needle in his arm, it comes out the other side. Yeah, it's a little bit of a rough <laughs> So we don't, we don't get that one. Yeah, Kelly, no good- Kelly McGillis was a very hot Kelly back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I was saying, there's no good-looking Earls. I mean, remember the show My Name is Earl? <laughs> yeah. the guy, that, guy, yeah. that guy was struggling. <laughs> there's probably a poor Earl right now on his way to work right now. <laughs> Shout out to you, buddy. Just driving into the ditch. <laughs> Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Will. Oh, it sure is. All right, Will give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score and throw it up on the trashy scale in the trash. Flash. We're headed to Florida. Texas, my friend. Tejas trash. Awesome. Southwest. Texas, to be exact. My old home. Yes, that's why. Mind your P's and Q's. Mike's still got a lot of family down there. Well, maybe this is one of yours. (laughs) 23-year-old Sonata Soto was calling her boyfriend. Hit him on that FaceTime. Oh. Well, the problem was, when she FaceTimed her boyfriend, a woman answered the call. Oh. Now, Soto wasn't having it. Soto. Instantly hit the switch to rage. She began screaming at the woman. Wouldn't even hear an explanation of why you're answering my man's phone. Who this? Well, Soto then hung up the phone 
and headed straight to her boyfriend's house. Now, I should mention, the boyfriend was not at home at the time. Was he out with another woman? Could be. Or was he in with another woman? Well, interesting to find out. As Soto got to the boyfriend's home, no one was home. So she broke into the home, stole several items, and as her coup de grace on the way out, she decided, you know what? I'm going to set this bee on fire. Oh, you got to do something. Sure enough, she set the house ablaze. Well, you can imagine the boyfriend. Wasn't hard for him to figure out two and two who put this together. Called 911 when authorities showed up. The house was on fire and Soto was still there. She told everyone that, yeah, I lit the couch on fire. That's what got it all started. She also had sent a text to the boyfriend reading, hope your house is okay. With the fire emoji. Burn, baby, burn. Yeah. Well, to make it even worse, the woman who answered the phone, well, that was the boyfriend's aunt. (laughs) I was waiting for this. I thought I was going to be like a housekeeper or something. Yeah. uh, He was apparently with his family when she called. The 23-year-old didn't know the aunt. Now she does. Woo. She was arrested for burglary. And arson, a second-degree felony and a first-degree felony. Was the house a total loss, does it say? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was gone, gone. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I will say this. I am married to a Latina, mm-hmm. and they run hot. You mind your P's and Q's. Now, I don't think my wife would have ever burned anything of mine to the ground, but I don't know. I never crossed her. And do you have anything worth burning? I, sh- I do now, but yeah. it's, her, it's her home, too, so she's not going to set it on fire. Yeah, back when you were single. She might set my boat on fire, the bluegill. And you know that thing would go up like that. Yeah. <laughs> that thing wouldn't stand a chance against flame. But when you had a futon that was sitting on the ground, I don't know if she's burning that. It wasn't a futon. It was an air mattress folded in half against the wall, and that was my couch. That's too sad to burn. It was. It's like, oh, it just goes out on its own. She left me a new couch. Like, here, here, you loser. God, this ain't about that, Woods. not. This ain't about that. It's about Soto. <laughs> here we go. All right. So, um, I, where do I begin the trashiness on that? How about... Going into a fit of rage when another female picks up the phone before you can even find out who it is. Right. You don't even get any details. You just fly into a fit of rage. That's good. That's trashy right there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that 175 points because I can kind of understand. You might get a little angry. Okay. Uh, driving over in a fit of rage. What did she do before she set the house on fire? Uh, she went over to the house, broke in, and stole some of his stuff. That's trashy. Yeah. That's a that's a crime of passion, but it's still trashy. 225 points. I like the fact that I hate you. I'm breaking up with you, but yeah. I'm taking your DVD player. I'm going to ruin your life first. Yeah. Taking that friend set. It's like the Carrie Underwood song, Before He Cheats. Like, mm. I'm going to break up with you, but let me ruin everything you have first. Before you even cheated. Right. That's messed up. Uh, so we got that. All right. Now, I don't know how to score setting someone's house on fire. That's about the trashiest thing possibly that I can think of. Seems pretty trashy. 300 points? Okay. Does that seem too much? Mm-mm. 300 points. All right. Now we have still being there when the police show up and the authorities show up. Yeah. That's being a bad criminal, so that's 150 points. Texting him. A fire emoji. Where is that kind of gangster? Mm. It's trashy. By the way, thoughts and prayers to that lawyer who's having to build a case <laughs> with this. Uh, I'm going to give that 125 points for the text. Mm. That kind of goes in with the fire. Uh, she was arrested, if I'm not yep. mistaken. And what am I missing here? That's it. Dude, you might want to save that drum roll for just a oh, second. Really? Well, throw a couple, couple points on there because the girlfriend... 
Oh, happened to be your aunt. Was the aunt. Yeah, dang yeah. it. I didn't even think about that. I'll do 150 points on that. Justin texted that in. Good Th- call. Thank you, Justin. Sometimes I need help because it's hard for me to keep track of all this stuff, but it doesn't happen often, Wood. But when it does, it is a celebration. Cue the intern house band because we cracked a thousand. <laughs> Cat and I Joe, I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you, you go? Where did you come from? Cat and I Joe. trash flash well our woman burning down houses a crime of passion she loves too deeply earned herself a whopping 1200 points trash kelly and wood hallmark movie or not yes sir that is a game we are playing right now because i love the cheesiest of cheesy holiday movies you know there was that movie that was filmed in duluth minnesota mary kiss cam okay that's uh that's a new one that's out it's streaming on hulu if you want to see a Christmas movie that was filmed. Are in the you in of- it? No. <laughs> I should have asked. Duluth is, though, and you know I love Duluth. Yes, you do. Merry Kiss Cam. Did you see the new Lindsay Lohan one? I sure did. Falling for Christmas. Did you like it? Sure did. Now, I have five movies here. You tell me whether or not it's a real Hallmark Christmas movie or if I've made it up. Okay. All right. Our first one here It's called Icy Roads. <laughs> a busy single father... Working as a snowplow driver to make ends meet, can't find love. But when he gets stuck in a driveway, the woman inside the house may be the answer to his prayers. Real or fake Hallmark movie? I am going to say... I'm going to say that that's fake because I don't think they would name a Christmas movie Icy Roads. I just don't... it It doesn't warm the heart at all. Real or fake? That's a fake movie! Yeah, I told you I get done. it. Nicely All right, done. thank you very much. Uh, this next one called Noel Next Door. A hardworking single mom gets into a war of words with a neighbor who she feels is ruining Christmas, only to find that this misunderstood grouch just may steal her heart. <laughs> if you wrote these, dude, you need to get a job at Hallmark. Um. um all right, that one... I'm actually going to say that that one is actually a Hallmark movie. That sounds like a Hallmark movie. That is a real movie. Debuted on October 21st, mind you. Two up, two... What was it called? Noel Next Door? I might want to check that out when I get home. Of course you do. All right, our next one is called Haul Out the Holly. Emily arrives home, hoping to visit her parents, only to discover that they are leaving on a trip of their own. Oh, snap. As she stays at their house for the holidays, their HOA is determined to get Emily to participate in the neighborhood's many Christmas festivities. Was it called again? Haul out the Holly. I bet you anything her name is Holly, too. No, her name's Emily. Oh, you said that? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. (laughs) Uh, Then I'm going to say that's a real movie. That is a real movie. All right, our next one here. Heart for Christmas. When a man is given a heart transplant, he was given a second chance at life. But when the donor's widow finds him, will she get a second chance at love right before the holidays? Dang, you're going to date the dude that has your husband's heart in his chest? That seems weird. Well. Uh, that that just sounds too weird. I'm going to say no, that's a fake one. That's a real one. Oh, it is. Come Dana. on now. 
That's my first strike. I got to get this last one. Here we go. Come and on. And the Finish last strong. one here. Christmas at the zoo. When an endangered gorilla needs an emergency care right before Christmas, the only doctor to help has to cancel their own plans. But mine find her heart at the zoo. Was she dating a gorilla? <laughs> I don't get the point of I'm this. I'm guessing <laughs> maybe in the picture is uh, maybe the the gorilla helper. I'm going to say that one's fake, man. I, that just sounds ridiculous. That is a fake one. Yay! Okay. What a real superpower you have. Yeah, that is... I, look, I love cheesy Christmas. It drives my family nuts. The cheesiest of all that I ever saw was called Christmas Town. And it just, it's nonsensical. It, doesn't make, it just doesn't make Do any... any of them make sense? Oh, yeah. Everybody discovers the true meaning of Christmas at some point. And this one is a busy realtor has to go see her father who moves to a mountain town for Christmas. And it just happens that he may just be Santa Claus. All right. <laughs> That's a real one. I am. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. All right. So, yes, for the past three months now, uh, I guess volcanoes have been erupting on the big island of Hawaii. Uh, First of all, a couple of things I didn't know. Lava usually burns at about 2,200 degrees. Fahrenheit. That's hot. That is very hot. It can even flow as fast as 30 miles an hour downhill. Can you, ima- <laughs> can you imagine lava coming at you at 30 miles? Because you can't run 30 miles an hour. You can- if I had some hot lava on my, <laughs> my rear, maybe. Chomping at your heels. <laughs> show you some taillights. <laughs> anyway, so over the past three months, how much land has been created by lava? Because I really, my entire life, I found that interesting. Because Hawaii must be growing constantly. Because isn't there... Tons of underwater volcanoes that are erupting all the time. I think so. I mean, I was there a little bit ago. So when they say by land, God isn't making any more of it, it's kind of false. Well, there's more. There's more coming. But how much would? If you, okay, if you guys had to guess over the past three months, how much uh, months? How much land has been created on the island of Hawaii because of constant volcano eruptions? Now we're talking just Hawaii. Just Hawaii, yeah. Uh, forty square miles. Oh, jeez, Louise. That's good night. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is a weird God, We'd all be dead if it was I was going to say like 300 square feet. Okay. What is a little bit close? So it's not 40 square miles? Is that what no, we're... It's not another state. Yeah, you mean Rhode Island didn't just uh, pop up well, one day? Maybe, maybe... I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, finally, someone looks worse than me, and maybe it's just me. Give you time, brother. Thank you, Brian. Uh, no, okay. So over the past three months, 120 new acres of Hawaii have been created by volcanic eruptions. Mm. That's a decent plot of 120 acres. That's pretty big. And to think that that was created over three months. Now, obviously, they can't use the land for anything because it's rock and, you know. Yeah, you can't kill the land. Right, you're not planting anything. But all of Hawaii was a rock at some point, and now it's fertile land. You thought you wouldn't be stupid for too long. (laughs) You know what? I should have shut up after Wood seemed interested in what I had just told him. (laughs) There's an island in Hawaii that you can't go on because they used it for so long testing bombs. Oh, yeah. That there's bombs and stuff all over this island, which I find wildly fascinating. What's that place? There's that island, Bikini Atoll, where they tested all those nuclear bombs. You still can't go there because it's radioactive. Man. Imagine what kind of fish comes swimming out of that thing. Unbelievable. But Mother Earth seems to keep repairing herself, man. That's what she does. And building new land at the rate of 120 acres every three months. More Brian's idea. (laughs) 40 states. Pretty soon there's going to be no ocean left. It's just going to be land everywhere. 73 states of America. (laughs) 
Oh, it feels good. I actually found this super interesting. I hope Bob Layton, uh, our boss and owner, did as well. Not much better today. Bob, that one was for you. And if you didn't find it interesting, ain't a dang thing I can do about it now because it's out there in the universe. And I'll do another one tomorrow, maybe redeem myself a little bit more. And I don't mind saying right to your face that, ha, 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 maybe it's just me. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break from 5.40 in the morning. We tack it on the end of the podcast as a bonus track. And uh, we talked about my white trash birthday. And how some of y'all some of y'all need to start eating better. <laughs> Period, point blank. If you're listening and you text in this morning, eat better. I couldn't believe how many people were on my side. And we may have actually gotten you a good Christmas gift for your wife. For the first time ever. As a, we, it takes a village. <laughs> it does. You'll see what we're talking about right now in our bonus track. It's our first break from 5.40 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. Well, I got in the car at 3.10. It was one degree. Yeah, I had the car started up for about 35 minutes this morning. It's all good. You, you know what's bugging me, though? My wife, born and raised in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. She has a hard time with the winters. I don't blame her. And because of her chemotherapy, she has like hot flashes and cold sweat. She's all over the place with her temperature, right? Bouncing around a bit. But she wants to. God bless her. She wants to change the temperature of the house every time she's the slightest bit uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's driving me nuts. So yesterday, I come home from picking the kids up from play practice, and she's literally huddled in front of the fireplace. First of all, is it called play practice? Oh, play, play rehearsal. That's what, There you go. All right, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't think play practice works. <laughs> Look, well, I mean, they're practicing. I don't know. Either way, I come home, and she's huddled in front of the fireplace. She's like, my God, what is the temperature in here? Dios mío. I was like, Brianna, it's the same temperature that it's been since the start of winter. I put this thermostat at 72 and I leave it there. 72 is 72. Whether it's 150 degrees outside or 30 below zero, 72 is 72. You don't play with it at all. And I only leave it at 70. I would have it at 70 if it was me living there by myself, but she would freeze half to death. Okay. You know, with her, I I think that her Mexican blood doesn't handle the cold very well. No, Mr. Kelly. (laughs) No, bueno, no. Hace frío, hace frío. Dios mío, Dios muerta. And so she's like, no. I imagine her huddled around like a trash can in the living room. That's how I felt. Like a bum. And she's like getting mad at me. She's like, why can't we turn the thermostat up? I said, Brianna, because in five minutes, I'm going to look at you on the couch and you're going to be fanning yourself because you're boiling in here. Mm-hmm. I said, I cannot adjust. And it's not a big house, but it still takes a long time to adjust that temperature. Must be nice. No, it's not. <laughs> we have some super inefficient windows that are leaking Damn. all the time, you know. That's probably what's killing you. I got guilt coming out to take a look at my furnace because... <laughs> well, see, me, I'm living the good life. Thanks to Gilk when they came out and put in my new furnace. I'm telling you, man, yesterday it was like 67 in my house. Cranked it up to 72. Took a half hour. That, dang, that is quick. Tell me about it, man. All <laughs> of a sudden, I, even I was, I was like, wow. My head a little hot. But here, here's the thing. 72... Is 72. It doesn't matter what the temperatures are. Mentally, you can be like, oh, it's cold outside. Mm-hmm. But 72 is 72. I, I can't get that through my wife's head. That it feels different, though. I don't think it, in the ba- in our basement it does. It was freezing cold down the basement. She wasn't in the basement. No. She was upstairs. And and I'm like. If, Heat if, rises. If, right. Okay. Maybe that's what you should tell her. When she's feeling cold. Get up in the attic. Scurry upstairs. Right. And then when she's getting hot. Go Take it down to the basement. Right. She's gonna have. She's gonna need two bedrooms. Well, but and, and I don't want anyone to be uncomfortable. But I but I can't just be adjusting this thermostat on a whim every time she's either having a hot flash or a cold sweat or whatever. I can't do it. Does she have a favorite sweatshirt? She. Well, here's the thing. If I'm like Brianna, you're not dressed for a Minnesota winter right now. 
you are dressed as if it's 65 degrees outside. Put on some thick socks. Get you a little hoodie. You can wear my. You can wear my hoodie. I got in my in New York. My prize New York hoodie. Go ahead and put. Go ahead. That doesn't look warm at all, by the way. <laughs> well, you bought it? it at like a gas station. It's like thirteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was a high quality fabric. <laughs> if anything, it was like a shimmer. I, I think it might actually be sleeveless now. I think the stitching just came undone. Now. So, all right, now here, allow me to take you in to the tree. Okay. Of husband knowledge. All right. This is where you can actually get her a killer Christmas gift. A hoodie. A, uh, a snuggie, maybe. One get, of those snuggies. Get like a top of the line sweatshirt, something, whatever. My wife has this absurd hoodie that she absolutely loves. It makes her look like Fozzie Bear. All right? right. <laughs> it's all like clumpy and full of lint and everything else. Gross. But I'm not going to lie to you, dude. This is the softest thing. That will ever touch skin. That would gross me out, though. No. I'm Look, telling you, this thing, honestly, real trust tree? Come on, let's get in that. I, I don't even want to put this on the podcast. Okay, let's delete it, then. When I'm home by myself, I'll throw that bad boy on. Do you take off all your other clothes and put that one on? What, why, why, why am I wearing any clothes anyways? Do you wear it inside out naked? <laughs> if I'm home by myself, I am all natural. But no, man, you put that thing on, it is the softest, most... So if my wife gets cold in the house, no, we're not going to adjust in the thermostat. She throws that bad boy on. That's You're you're actually you're actually preaching some knowledge here. Of course. That, I'm going to get her a decent, heavy sweatshirt. But here's the thing. She, then she won't wear it. Because she'll, she just won't wear it then. Then that's on her. Because like when I'm at home, a lot of times I'll have a beanie on or a stocking mm-hmm. cap, whatever you want to call it. I'll have that on and like a like a just a light sweatshirt. Yeah. If I get hot, I, I got options. Right. I can I can disrobe. Right. I can layer down a little bit. I can go into the basement where it's freezing, freaking cold down mm-hmm. there. I, I got you got options. I can't just be. I can't heat up the house on a whim. My son wears a, a beanie around the house. At yeah. all times. But part of that is just to keep the hair out of his face because he wants to grow his hair out long again. Right. So it's an, and he's doing the whole little emo hair flip. And I'm like, hey, lock that up. Uh, other people texting in. Uh, Kyle says they have hoodies that are heated. What was the? Uh, Brandon. Oh, that thing was cool. In our promotions department, walked in and he had like a glowing chest. Yeah, he looked like Iron Man. Yeah, it had like a red. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And sure enough, that's where I got the tip for my gloves that I can plug in and charge up. But that's another one. One of Maybe about you get her one of those hoodies that you can charge and warm up instantly. That's not a bad idea. Um, or a heated blanket. Tabitha says, what about one of those throw heated throw blankets? There it is. We I, I have one of those, but it never it never seems to be out. Honestly, may I be on your side for a moment? I, that would be a nice change of pace, my friend. This kind of feels like it's her fault. It, it is. That's if, what I'm trying to tell you. So tell her. Be like, if you're cold... Why don't you get one of the multiple things I've bought you? Right. <laughs> Millions of things. I bought her a super nice robe last year from Victoria's Secret. Mm. It's like super heavy. and Victoria's Secret sells robes? Yeah. I yeah. never got to that page on the well, catalog. You, you gotta, yeah, you got to go to the back <laughs> of the store. You want me walking through Victoria? If I walk into Victoria's Secrets, instantly predator alarms go no, off. No, they know that you're a good husband when you're in there. You're not in there because you're a pervert. Why not check both boxes while I'm here, huh? You know how many other options you have besides oogling the mannequins at a Victoria's Secret? I flat out will not go into a Victoria's Secret. I don't like it. I don't know where to look when I walk in. They'll help you. They are extremely helpful there. I used to date a girl who managed the Victoria's Secret, Mm -hmm. and she said that men would come in there all the time, and they loved seeing guys in there because they knew that their wife was going to get something they liked. Now, 
Not me. <laughs> Still not you. Because I, I, honestly, I don't, like, I don't know where to look, so I'm like looking down. I look like I'm avoiding people because <laughs> I am. Then you bump into a big pile of underwear. Yeah, like, oh my God. Yeah. covered in it as you leave. <laughs> Sir? I'm like, no, no, look away. <laughs> look away as I run out. <laughs> Hands full. No, there's nothing. Man, I'm actually getting a little warm. Maybe because we're talking about Victoria's oh Secret. <laughs> getting uh, a little warm in here. Brenda texts in, heated socks are awesome. I actually ordered a pair. Mine are battery powered, though. I have a pair of those. Do you? Yeah. I, I My feet get free. I don't I don't think I have Renan syndrome like you. I'm not raising awareness for Renan syndrome. T's and P's, thank you. But my feet get freezing cold for some reason. Mm. Other people, uh, Lisa, get her a Sherpa-type sweatshirt jacket. I could go for that. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's, again, that real like fuzzy, fuzzy bear thing. I'm okay. telling you, it Where do is I get? So okay, thank you all for all the suggestions. Where do I get such items? I don't know. Okay. I, I have no idea where my wife bought that, Victoria but she really Secret? likes it. Maybe, maybe I'll just pop in there anyway. Good start. <laughs> you know, just see the fall lineup or the winter lineup at Victoria's Secret. Yeah, buy her so a little something if she gets hot. She can just pop that on. That, cool right down. That girl that I knew that managed a Victoria's Secret had the world's finest underwear collection at her house. Well, what do you expect? I, I was just like, man, I've never met somebody who had so much underwear at their home. Well. I, I don't know if she ever wore the same pair twice. You think she was paying for it? I don't know. No. I mean, she was like a man. She was at the Mall of America. She managed like two of the stores at the Mall of America. Pretty successful. There's two of them at the Mall of America, huh? There used to be. I don't know. If there, I don't know if there's that much of a demand anymore for Victoria's Secret. Again, I'll never go in. Uh, Aaron says it's so cold outside. Even Smokey the Bear says start the forest on fire. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Other people now. People are doing this shopping for you, Kelly. Thank Corin you. just texted in a link right there. Oh, thank you. Oh, she sent a link to what is this? Amazon? Maybe I don't. know. Thank you. P- perfect. Wood, we need to know where Andrea got that sweatshirt. I want one. Look, I don't know. I, I I have no idea. But she already got one, so I'm not buying her another one. Yeah, other people are saying Sherpa's like a type of brand. Thick and cute. Good price. Okay. All right. Par- thank you, guys. You guys just did my Christmas shopping for me. Now my wife will actually get a gift she likes this year. The White Peony in St. Joe. I think I'm saying that right. Peony? Pony? Peony? You want to go out there tonight with me? Um, it's a Victoria's Secret? <laughs> See us walking now in. That would, if we go in there together, I'm holding your hand just so you know. Uh, security. <laughs> that pervert's swarm, back. Swarm, swarm. Yeah. And in March, there's that little glimmer of hope. Every once in a while, you get that 40-degree day that pops in there. Plus, you got the NCAA tournament. You know? Which I, don't, I couldn't even not, I could not care less about anything on this earth. You know what? I'm going to make you care about it this year. No, you made me care about the Ohio State, the Ohio State mm-hmm. uh, Michigan game. And I watched 90% of it. Yeah. But I just don't have the time. I don't have the time to sit and watch a bunch of basketball. I don't. Uh, I, I, that is the best weekend of sports. And we've talked about that before. That's the weekend of vasectomies and stuff like right, that. Right, because dudes are just going to sit in a chair and, and ice, might ice it well, down with some frozen peas. But, you know, I'm telling you, maybe this year. Maybe I'll get you on board with that. Maybe I'll come over and watch a game. With, although, you, I don't like you and I... Like hanging out, but watching sports together isn't good because I don't care. And so I end up trying to talk to you like a fool. And you're just, you know. You know what you need to do? You need to put a little money on it. I, what money? Wait, well, yeah, You I tell look. me. I, I'm Five bucks is all I'm ever going to put on sports. I, I don't like to bet. I don't like to gamble. What about the horse races? What about them? I've never been to one. You've never been to a horse race? No. Why oh, would I? Dude, I'm telling you. I don't you. like gambling. I don't, I, to me, gambling is throwing away money. Look, we everybody has their vices. Mm-hmm. Gambling is not one of mine. I, I can e- I could easily go the rest of my life without gambling once. I I, I don't I, like buying lottery tickets. I don't like I, going to the casino is all right because that's like going out and doing something. Okay, but just gambling from the comfort of my own home that's not me. See, but I like to have that like exci- I hate slot machines. 
Right. Because I feel like the only excitement I get is when I pull it down and ching, ching, ching. Oh. What about Kino? Do you like playing Kino? I don't understand Kino. <laughs> I love Kino. Like, is it is it bingo? I think it's like fast-paced bingo. I just, and the, so I don't know, and I don't want to ask anyone. I right. don't like blackjack because I'm afraid I'm always going to screw everybody I'm else up. I'm the same up. way. I, I will not play blackjack in a casino because I, I know other people are depending on me to make the right decision, and I'm out for number one. I'm out for me winning. Right. I don't care if y'all win. I'm now, trying to leave with my pockets full. I tell you, I used to play poker with my friends, and I absolutely loved it, but I don't have enough friends to get like a poker game together. I would love to have... I, I'm telling you, you want to talk about a sign of success yes. in being old is having a regular poker game with oh, the boys. Oh, yeah. That I would absolutely love. That's when you made it. Because uh, to me, I would absolutely love to have like a regular poker game. Because poker is fun, but I, betting on a sports game, I get three hours of entertainment right. with it. Right. No, you're right. I now, just, usually I may want to yank my hair out at the exactly, end. Exactly. But uh, the NCAA tournament, that's the weekend. I'm, I'm going to tell you, that's what I'm looking forward to. So, Wood, tomorrow is my birthday. Happy birthday. Thanks. That's not why I'm bringing this up. Why I'm bringing it up is because... I got to get you something. No, you don't. You, you, you brought me a cupcake last year. Mm-hmm. Even, even though you know I was... A couple know, of years in a row. I'm on a diet and everything. Yeah. But that, that was cool. It was delicious. I ate the whole thing. I'll say you ate it. And I ate it with extreme prejudice. Mm-hmm. But, so here's my... I'm just going to lay it out for you. And you tell me if this is a lame birthday plan. Yes. My wife said, well, do whatever you want on Friday. Okay. Top Gun Maverick is being re-released to theaters tomorrow. Not lame at all. For two weeks. You you can only go see it for two weeks. I said, man, that's that, it's it's as if the Lord did this for me mm-hmm. on my birthday. I said, here's what I want to do. I want to go see Top Gun Maverick with the family because my daughter didn't get to see it and my son loved it. So I'm like, let's go see Top. We'll go see like an afternoon show. Okay. Because then no one will be there. We get the whole theater to ourselves. Fresh popcorn. Then I want to go get Friday treat, which we normally do. We go to a quick trip or whatever, and we'll just get like a just get a Friday treat. Nice for you to spring for the top of the sh- top hush, of the line stuff. Hush, hush. It's your birthday. How dare I? Right, I'm paying for a movie already on my birthday. Fair enough. Then I want to go look at Christmas lights, and then it's home for hot dogs and box mac and cheese, and then maybe a board game or possibly a Christmas movie. This is what I want to do on my birthday. That sounds like the best birthday. For an eight-year-old of all time. <laughs> Seriously. That, honest to God, could be my son's birthday. <laughs> and he would love it, right? But here's the thing. I don't allow myself much fun in my life. No, you don't. I, I work all the time. That's mm-hmm. all I do is work. So I'm like, look, I, I, I busted my butt early in the week. I got Friday completely off. My kids are out of school. Let's go do what I want to do. Because here's the other thing. My wife's like, well, don't you want to go have a nice dinner? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want to go pay for a nice dinner on my birthday. Like, I would rather save the money. Mm-hmm. It's my birthday. I would rather go buy a dollar nineteen of hot dogs. I don't even know what a box of mac and cheese costs. So you're not even springing for the all beef hot dogs. You're going I don't like for the them. eyelids and yeah. beehole ones. I want the fingernails in there and everything. Oh yay! I this is my birthday. See, True. you're like you're like my wife. I'm like I should be able to say what I want to do for my birthday, and everybody else shuts off. No, I get it, but you got to realize. Everybody else has to eat an eyelid, too. Don't. You know? I'm just saying. You know what? Then they're free to go out and eat and pay for it on their own. Could at least spring for some Hebrew nationals to treat everybody. I don't like Hebrew national, oh, actually. I I'm don't blessed like by a, the man above. I like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm an I'm a Oscar Mayer guy. Bun-length Oscar Mayer, whatever they threw in it, none of my business. The only hot dog I will not ask where it came from is at a sporting event. 
Because obviously, I got real no shot to, right. to pick and choose in that one. But if I'm going to the grocery store, I absolutely will pay the extra $4 to make sure I know what the hell's inside that thing. Now, we both agree, though, on the mac and cheese. The, right. cheaper, the cheaper the mac and cheese, the better. Dang near. Yeah. I don't want, I don't even want, I want powdered cheese in mine. Now, I will say, there is a point of drop off where you get to like the box and it, <laughs> like it won't even spell cheese right. <laughs> right. That, there is a drop off there. But I think like Kraft mac and cheese. That will probably be like the lowest rung, and, and that's a home run. Since I started my diet with Livia, and I lost that 40 pounds, mm-hmm. I've maybe had mac and cheese twice. since. And in two and a half years now, I've maybe had mac and cheese twice, because I know it's not good for me. Mm-hmm. And when I eat a hot dog, I never eat the bun. So I'm like, I want, I want hot dog in a bun with mac and cheese. And that's why the texture, like Seaver's texting again, mate, what about homemade mac and cheese? No, no you don't want you're that. Not, you don't understand, Seaver. I want the cheapest mac and cheese available. If there's penny mac and cheese, I'm buying it. Lisa, I don't care what's in that cheese packet. Lisa's on your side. I think what you want for your birthday is perfect. It's your day after all. Uh, Andrew says, come on, man, I'll go with you. Look at that. You got a crew packing up here. Yeah. Hey, everyone grab seven cents and pitch in. We can even get a gift if everyone brings seven cents. Uh, Kyle texting in happy birthday, Kelly. It's a little early. Uh, Jesse Wood, when you grow up eating cheap hot dogs and mac and cheese, that's what you learn to love, and it's the best. That's 100% right. My my mom, That's that was like our Wednesday dinner. My birthday dinner every single year when I was a kid, you know how your parents would do that for you, mm-hmm. was just boxed mac and cheese. That's all I ever wanted. I, and I still love it to this day. So I guess maybe that's why, because my dad would never let us eat cheap hot dogs. Right. Because well, God knows what's in there. You're a family of means. We weren't. So it was like, what is the cheap? We, we used to get the fun dogs, which that is probably too low for me. The fun dog is like... For some reason, it's still like a dollar nineteen after all these years. They used to be ninety nine cents twenty years ago. Now they're a dollar nineteen. They literally didn't even adjust for inflation. Ha! All they did was probably start putting cheaper meat. In there. How, you, how you even making money on that? I don't know. Like even with packaging and you're putting, processing, you're probably putting muskrat in there, and I don't know gopher. And, and I'd tell you another hot dog, which is a sacrilege. The ones where they put like the cheese inside of it. Yeah, I don't like that either. Unless uh-uh. unless it's on a roller at the gas station, because then it dries the cheese out enough where it's not gross. Sweet sass. I, I, like, I like cheap food, man. I can't help it. So that is the birthday plan. Would you're welcome to join tomorrow. Believe it or not, my dance car is punched with literally anything else. You don't want to go look at Christmas lights? I do, uh, but I would show up with a little, you know, decent food. Right. Well, too bad. Then you're not. Then you're consider yourself uninvited. But hey, whatever you want to do for your day, go for it, man. And I think I think my I think the reason why my wife is mad is because on her birthday we got to go out to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we got to do this, that, and the other. And she's like, "You're just doing this so you can throw up my face later." No, I'm not. This is what I want to do. I'm a simple man. I'm as basic as they come. Man, you guys really do a lot of. Scorekeeping in that house, huh? Oh, God. You have no idea. Uh, Sean texted in, my mom used to slice up the hot dogs and put them on our homemade pizzas oh. and say they were our pepperoni. <laughs> Good God. That sounds delicious. Oh, my. There's a topping for your little crackers <laughs> food that you feed your children. Are you talking about my saltizas? Yeah. Why don't you throw that on top of that? <laughs> My son, hey, my son, God bless him, Vincent, was like, Dad, that sounds awesome. I'm like, thank you, son. Of course, he is 11. Yeah. So for him, that's a hell of a day. <laughs> I'm telling you, you are literally, you are like one of those people that was like born on like leap year, and they're like 42, <laughs> and they're celebrating their eighth birthday. I just unplugged my headphones. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we got to go to the train shop and do all this. You're 42. No, I'm eight. Mm.
Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? It's my day. Everybody else can shut off. And you know what? I'll go do it by my- Me and Vincent will go out. I'll take him to the movies, and we'll go look at Christmas lights and eat hot dogs and mac and cheese. My wife and daughter can go live their caviar dreams. Uh, Tiffany texted in, great value mac and cheese with a couple slices of American cheese is the best. Good God. It's not a competition, everyone. <laughs> What this are we is doing? A race to the bottom. Yes, it's and here all the and now the texts are rolling in. My dad used to cut cheap hot dogs in half and fry them in a pan with an egg, Ooh. and that was our breakfast sausage. No, no. yes, no, what? that's a breakfast hot dog. It's all pork. It's all pork. No, yes, it is. You can't call that. So- Janelle, I love that idea. I, I, I've done that before when I'm when I was low on meat. If I had some hot dogs, slice them up, fry them up. They smell so good. It's like ham. Oh, Hope says, I can't. Happy birthday, Kelly. Thank you. Kennison's birthday. I can't do cheap hot dogs. There are no go brats all the way. But I love that you don't want to go spend money on going out to eat. Yeah. Do it inside. Well, brats too. Like, brats is to me, like, that's a treat. That's class. Right. We're going class list. We mm. have no class. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think well, you got to. Thank you, everybody, out. for the recipe suggestions this morning, though. Come on now. Cutting up the hot dogs and the eggs. I've done that one, though. Oh, putting it on a pizza. Oh. My, my mom used to make potato soup and then put cut up hot dogs in potato soup. And that was horrible. I, that's one thing I can't go back to. <clears throat> Potato soup or ugh, gross. Oof. All right, here we go. Come on. Come on. Let's do some history. Let's get Turn out of this. Turn me around. <laughs> Wood, it was on this day in 1885 that Dr. Pepper was first invented in Waco, Texas. Oh. And, uh, well, here's we an old... drink Dr. Pepper, don't you know? Come on, man. Here's our old slogan. I'm a pepper, she's a pepper, we're a pepper. Would you like to be a pepper too? Be a pepper, drink Dr. Pepper, yeah. You know what the first thing that stands out to me about this commercial? National be a pepper month. And Jason- there's racial harmony in it. Pepper golden tops into prizes. Sorry? I'm just saying, like, there's just, there's all races in there. Everyone's dancing, having a good oh. time. I was supposed to say, can you hear it? No. <laughs> I can see it. On um, my screen, I can see it. Okay. And they're just, it's just like there's all races. Everyone's having a good time, just having a Dr. Pepper. Now, Dr. Pepper was like the one that wasn't in the Coke family and in the Pepsi family. Like, they right. made their own way. People in Texas- because I lived there for 17, 18 years, didn't think that we had Dr. Pepper up here. So when my friend came to visit a couple years ago when I first moved up here, he brought his own Dr. Pepper. He's like, I didn't think you guys would have this here. How dumb are you? How do you not think? Hey, if you live regionally, maybe you but don't it's, understand. It's Dr. Pepper. It's everywhere. It's not called Texas Dr. Pepper. But think how many restaurants are regional. You know what I mean? Well, so yeah. you don't know. But we're talking about Dr. Pepper. Okay. 23 flavors. And man. by the way, Dr. Pepper will give you the worst breath of anything you could ever possibly drink. You no. drink a Dr. Pepper, you better have a toothbrush on site. Stop. You don't think so? No. Do you ever drink Dr. Pepper? Yeah, I know my I name. knew it. Uh, wow. I could smell you from over here. How dare you, I knew sir. that was Dr. Pepper I saw. Apologize. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm lashing out now because of the birthday conversation. Yeah. Uh, it was on this day in 1981, I don't mean to be a downer, but the AIDS virus was first officially recognized. We begin our news tonight with a topic that's difficult for many parents to discuss with their kids. AIDS is a frightening disease that's already killed more than 140,000 Americans. Man, we, how crazy was that? Why the hell are you talking about that with your kids? I don't know. I mean, back then, though, dude, no one knew anything. True. Like, you, they didn't know how you got it. They, they, no one knew. Yeah. Like, I remember that poor story of that, that young kid who had it. He was like one of the first children that got AIDS. Oh, from the blood transfusion. Right. And like he was just, he was completely ostracized. What was that kid's name? It was like Michael White or something. I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't remember. That was a sad, sad story. Yeah. Man. 
So I mean, we were just ignorant back then. But they put that stuff through so many tests now. My wife does plasma. And yeah. Like even like they do so many tests on all that stuff. Like yeah. I know they they junks a, like a lot of it. Like even if like you're like feeling well or something like that, like your numbers test wrong. Right. They can't use it. It's wow. Which is a good thing, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should say so. Uh, it was. It, let's lighten things up a little bit. Come on. It was on this day in 1989. It's that. Christmas Vacation was released in theaters. I actually saw this in the theater. I love this song. This song is Here we go. It's Christmas Vacation. And of course, the movie opens in cartoon form. Yeah. And you're kind of like, well, wait a second. Is this? And then boom. That movie- it, my Money, the, without a doubt. The best Christmas movie there is. I'll give you that 100%. That's probably the one I watched the most yeah. out of all of them. That it is a Wood family tradition. Home Alone's close, but that right uh, there. We're, uh, we're that movie, White Christmas, and It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, I don't watch those. Mary! Movies. Yeah. If it's Mary black and white. Christmas, Bedford Falls! And if somebody starts singing instantly, <laughs> there's I no get sing- up. There's no singing in that. I guarantee you there is. That, well, there's a little part where they sing knew Buffalo. It. <laughs> I knew it. As soon as they start singing, I'm out. <laughs> Let's do a couple birthdays real quick, shall we? Come on. Uh, it's Sarah Silverman's birthday today. Whoops, what is that? Mm. Okay, what is it? Oh, okay, well, maybe. Well, we, I, 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 you know what? Please. What is it that I want? Okay, what is it that I want? What is my quest? There you go. That was worth the wait. Yeah. That was really worth all that extra work. I'm not a huge Sarah Silverman I'm fan. not either, but I'm, it's her birthday, and there wasn't many that I recognize, so we're going to give and her the respect she deserves. I believe... She doesn't have the greatest reputation either. No, she, okay. I well, heard she's been very rude to people. You know what? Let's skip it then. I'm going to say, what, 50? Okay, well, you're wrong. She's 52. Okay. All right, moving on. Also celebrating a birthday today. It sounds like it's being played down a toilet paper tube. Like to you do the whole Christmas wrapping tube. <laughs> yeah. Luke. What movie is this from? Steel Magnolias? Or I have no idea what even this song is from. I don't even know who this is. It's from. It's uh, it's Bette Midler. Really? Yeah. It was like in Steel Magnolias or uh, I didn't Mermaids know or something like that. I can't. Oh, Beaches. That's what it was. <laughs> there you go. I didn't know she sang. Oh so. yeah, she she got some pipes, man. She's another one that's me. Oh yeah. She, she has a reputation of being pretty nasty. Well, of course, she kicked off. What is, is, it, is it? I think it's called the Bette Midler phenomenon that you bring attention to something you don't want brought attention to. She was suing somebody for taking pictures of her house because she didn't want her house being out. Well, then when she sued the person about taking pictures of her house, everyone was like, well, let me see these pictures. And more people saw the pictures than ever would have known right. without her suing somebody. Oh, I thought then she like, well, put it up for sale or something. Like, cool, everyone's got to look at the house? Probably. Let's sell this bad boy. Well, how old is old Bet today? I have no idea. 67? Thank goodness I got a new buzzer sound effect because she is 77. Really? You were an entire decade off. Eh, what are you going to do? And that's it for birthdays today. Pretty light. Really? Uh, yeah, pretty light on the birthdays today. Oh, man. I mean, there's a couple of people, but, you know. Whatever. It's the day before your birthday. Well, tomorrow's the big birthday. Dude. Yeah, that's right. Come on now. Tomorrow, I'm shutting it down. Mm-hmm. Of course, if it's your birthday today, uh, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.